Writer-director Billy Wilder. Billy Wilder is synonymous with drama, comedy, and yes, even film noir. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight I promise you a conversation about one film that in particular puts the noir in film noir. And that is of course Double Indemnity. Starring Barbara Stanwyck and Fred McMurray. It's going to be interesting. This is truly the femme fatale. The birth of the femme fatale that we all know. The term double indemnity is a provision for payment of double the face amount of an insurance policy under certain conditions. When death occurs as a result of an accident. And so we're going to talk more about that. But first, here's, here's just a brief synopsis. An insurance representative lets himself be talked by a seductive housewife into a murder insurance fraud scheme that arouses the suspicion of an insurance investigator. Don't you just love those words? Aroused. In the 1940s, were they aroused? Probably. I wasn't there. But you know... All times have their femme fatales. Yes. So, this movie is legendary. Very legendary. Directed by Billy Wilder. Written by Billy Wilder. Oh my god. Screenplay by Raymond Chandler. Oh yes. Fred McMurray. Fred McMurray who gets in over his head. Because what does he say? This beautiful blonde with an ankle bracelet on. Now, that could also be, you know, an indicator of, you know, and this is in the gold chain ankle bracelet. It's not the one with the monitor on it if she leaves the house. You know, she's not under house arrest. Although... I always see that as a symbol, symbolic thing as, oh, she's got an ankle bracelet on. Ooh, Black Widow. And so, she truly is a Black Widow. Fred McMurray falls, falls into her eyes and into her life. Fred McMurray is Walter Neff. Barbara Stanwyck is Phyllis D- D- Dietrichson. Edward G. Robinson is Barton Keyes. Porton Hall is Mr. Jackson. Gene Heather as Lola Dietrichson. Tom Powers is Mr. Dietrichson. Byron Barr is Nino Sakiti. Yes. Hmm. In 1938, Walter Neff, an experienced salesman on the Pacific All-Risk Insurance Company, meets the seductive wife of one of his clients, Phyllis Dietrichson, and they have an affair. Phyllis proposes to kill her husband to receive the proceeds of an accident insurance policy, and Walter devises a scheme to receive twice the amount based on a double indemnity clause. When Mr. Dietrichson is found dead on a train track, the police accept the determination of an accidental death. However, the insurance analyst and Walter's best friend, the great William G. Robertson, Edward G. Robinson, does not buy the story and suspects that Phyllis was murdered by her husband with the help of another man. You know what's unfortunate is, 
Edward G. Robinson never received an Academy Award nomination. Never. And was given an honorary Oscar while he was... I, I think it was after he died. He knew he was going to receive it, though. I mean, Edward G. Robinson is synonymous with film noir. He's also the, the gangster in Key Largo. Isn't that interesting? His character's name in Double Indemnity is Keys, and he was in Key Largo. Yes, I know. Coincidence. Whatever. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And here we go. He gives an interesting speech about the little man. Okay? And we're going we're gonna to dive into that. You know, Edward G. Robinson, basically, he smells a rat. He doesn't buy it. Released in 1944. You know, let's let's give it a go. Here's double indemnity. Anybody with that line of bolt. You're in the jam and you know it. Says you. All I want is my money. Says you. All you're going to get is the cops. Oh, hello, Walter. This is Sam Garlopez from Inglewood. Oh, sure. I know Mr. Garlopez. Wrote a policy on his truck. How are you, Mr. Galopez? I ain't so good. My truck burned down. Yeah. Now, look, Galopez. Every month, hundreds of claims come to this desk. Some of them are phonies, and I know which ones. How do I know? Because my little man tells me. What little man? The little man in here. Every time one of these phonies comes along, he ties knots in my stomach. I can't eat. Yours was one of them, Galopez. That's how I knew your claim was crooked. So what did I do? I sent a tow car over to your garage this afternoon. And they jacked up that burned-out truck of yours. And what did they find? They found what was left of a neat pile of shavings. What shavings? The ones you soak with kerosene and drop the match on. Look, mister, I, I'm just a poor guy. Maybe I made a mistake. Well, that's one way of putting it. I ain't feeling so good, Mr. Keyes. Yeah, just a minute. Sign this and you'll feel fine. Sign what? It's a waiver on your claim. Right here. Here? Here. Now you're an honest man again. Goodbye, Galopez. But I ain't got no more truck. Gonna see it's hundred bucks is a lot of dough where I live. Smart, Galopez. Don't you know how to open the door? Just put your hand on the knob. Turn it to the left. Now pull it towards you. That's the boys. Thank you, Mr. Keyes. And there we go. That is a clip from Double Indemnity, Edward G. Robinson. And now we're going to set the tone for Mr. Fred McMurray. You know, Fred McMurray, a lot of people remember him from My Three Sons. Well, this is the Fred McMurray that we all came to know in the 1940s. Los Angeles, July 16th, 1938. Dear Keys, suppose you'll call this a confession when you hear it. Well, I don't like the word confession. I just want to set you right about something you couldn't see because it was smack up against your nose. You think you're such a hot potato as a claims manager, such a wolf on a phony claim. Maybe you are. But let's take a look at that Dietrichson claim. Accident and double indemnity. You were pretty good in there for a while, Keys. You said it wasn't an accident. Check. You said it wasn't suicide. Check. You said it was murder. 
check. You thought you had a cold, didn't you? All wrapped up in tissue paper with pink ribbons around it. It was perfect. Except it wasn't because you made one mistake. Just one little mistake. When it came to picking the killer, you picked the wrong guy. You want to know who killed Dietrichson? Hold tight to that cheap cigar of yours, Keys. I killed Dietrichson. Me, Walter Neff. Insurance salesman. 35 years old, unmarried, no visible scars. Until a while ago, that is. Yes, I killed him. I killed him for money. And for a woman. I didn't get the money and... I didn't get the woman. Pretty, isn't it? And so that is, you know, all of these films and TV shows that dive into, you know, the killing for lust and passion comes from Double Indemnity, which really took it to the cake. So, and Barbara Stanwyck plays the definitive femme fatale. You know, I think a lot of people try to base their performances on Barbara Stanwyck. Barbara Stanwyck was such a brilliant, brilliant actress and was nominated for Double Indemnity. Didn't win. You know, she was later given an honorary Oscar. You know, that's usually given to you when, you know, toward the end of your life. <sighs> but what, what an amazing actress. I always preferred her in comedies, to be honest with you. So... But Barbara Stanwyck, Fred McMurray, Double Indemnity, you know, um, it's, it's, it, this is truly film noir. You're a smart insurance man, aren't you, Mr. Neff? Well, I've been at it 11 years. Doing pretty well? Mm, it's a living. You handle just automobile insurance or all kinds? All kinds. Fire, earthquake, theft, public liability, group insurance, industrial stuff, and so on right down the line. Accident insurance? Accident insurance? Sure, Mr. Dietrichson. Wish you tell me what's engraved on that anklet. Just my name. As for instance? Phyllis. Phyllis, huh? I think I like that. But you're not sure. Well, I'd have to drive it around the block a couple of times. Mr. Neff, why don't you drop by tomorrow evening around 8.30? He'll be in then. Who? My husband. You were anxious to talk to him, weren't you? Yeah, I was, but uh, I'm sort of getting over the idea, if you know what I mean. There's a speed limit in this state, Mr. Neff. 45 miles an hour. How fast was I going, officer? I'd say around 90. Suppose you get down off your motorcycle and give me a ticket. Suppose I let you off with a warning, Mr. And so that is the innuendo... The sexual tension of the femme fatale wheeling in. You know, she's the, she's the Black Widow. She's wheeling the fly into her web. She's already got the husband wrapped up in cellophane as her victim. And all she needs is this young, good-looking man, played by Fred McMurray, tall, robust, to help her do it you know and along the way he meets 
Dietrichson's daughter and starts to realize, uh-oh, what have I gotten myself into? And when this all goes down, the look on Barbara Stanwyck's face tells you everything of passion, power, desire. It's almost like she's getting off over what's conspiring in the back seat behind her. And that is the power of film noir. It's dark. It's mysterious. There's a lot of scenes in the dark. The music, the situations, but it opens with Fred McMurray and that Addictophone. Okay? And he's recording everything on wax. He's also injured. And you'll learn throughout the film how he gets injured you know he's got and yeah he's got injuries physical injuries but he's also got mental injuries emotional injuries and you're gonna learn along the way upon watching double indemnity this is one of the definitive film noirs it's truly a classic but when we think of film noir double indemnity out of the past a lot of the detective stories, uh, City at Night, you know, The Killers, it's all there. It's part of film noir. Fred McMurray and Barbara Stanwyck and Edward G. Robinson. And, and what's the beauty of it, the person who really steals the film because you can't put one over on him He's got that little man inside him who knows something is up. Is Edward G. Robinson's keys. So look for it, embrace it, and look through his eyes when you're watching Double Indemnity Unpleasant Dreams. (laughs) 